You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday. It is the Silver and Black Today Raider Nation mailbag, where we listen to you. You guys spend the whole week listening to us bloviate. Now you get to talk and tell us and ask us questions. Sometimes you give us compliments. Sometimes you tell us we're full of it. We love it all. And we appreciate you being here on our Odyssey original podcast. Make sure you subscribe. If you don't already do that, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. If you've never gotten a podcast before, Mo has a 1-800 line to help you with the technology. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you can, you can get it anywhere. We'll help you with it. Just go find somebody who knows where to get podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to stuff, you can find us there as well. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe and hit the notification bell on our channel. We're back answering those questions, and we're going to get right back into it now. Here's one. Uh, from our good buddy Craig Welsh over in uh, Scotland. He says, hey, guys, appreciate the content you provide, Raider Nation. You touched on this a little bit in your post game, and I'm really concerned about Trayvon Merrick uh, and overall safety play. They are just not making an impact at all. He just cannot seem to make a play. To me, he's been really underwhelming so far for the silver and black. As teams have had a lot of success targeting the middle of the field so far, should we address a safety position as a high priority in the offseason? Keep up the good work, guys. Always look forward to your shows. Kind regards, Craig Welsh. Thanks, Craig. Mo, I'll let you take this one right off the top. Let's deal with Trayvon Merrick first and talk about why he's struggling. You talked a little bit about it yesterday. Recap for folks what you see when you watch the All-22 and what's happening with Merrick out there. There are two issues with young players typically, and what I can probably see in Trayvon Merrick with his uh, struggles early. One, communication. Uh, when you're on the back end, you have to have communication because there are pick plays, there are rub routes. You got to be able to switch off uh, with, a, with a defensive back next to you. 
that was the that was one of the issues that Dreyas had. Didn't involve Trayvon Merrick, but Amik Robinson and Anthony Avery had that issue. Uh, Trayvon Merrick, the other thing with young players, eye discipline. Sometimes they get mm-hmm. caught glaring at the quarterback and not paying attention to the zone that they're supposed to cover. That's what happened with, with Merrick on Sunday. Got caught looking at Davis Mills. Receiver catches a ball behind him for a big game. So he has to address his eye discipline, know, know where to look, where to have his head, because that could determine a big play and a pass breakup or an interception or even a pick six. So I think once he straightens that out, I think he'll be fine. He is a little slow over the top. Uh, of course, Travis Kelsey had a four touchdown party against the Raiders <laughs> pass defense on Monday night football. And part of that was on Trayvon Merrick. So he, he, he just has to be alert and be in the right spot at the right time and correct his eye discipline. Because if your eyes are not in the right spot, you're not going to be in the right spot to make a play. Yeah, and, and that's Craig. The second half of Craig's question, I'm going to combine with our next question, actually, so we'll get a twofer here for the, the second part of this answer, Mo, because Roger from Mesquite, Nevada, right up the road, up I-15 from Las Vegas, says, hey, guys, love the show and your professional approach. We're professional? Um, here's my question. I know it's early, but what will the Raiders focus on in the draft next year? Looking at the defense, we need lots of help. Outside of Nate Hobbs and Deron Harmon, it's bad. Will they focus mostly on defense. And Craig asked about may safety be a focus of this Raiders team. Again, only eight weeks in things still need to unfold. Uh, But Mo, there's no question that they still need to find some talent in the defensive backfield, other parts of the defense too, but particularly with this conference and this division, um, might they focus on that when we get to April, 2023? I could see them getting a cornerback. Anthony Averitt's in a contract year. Rocky Asin is in a contract year. Nahab's still young. Uh, is going to miss a chunk of time with a broken hand. So they're, they're going to have to refill, in a sense, that position. I believe Amik Robinson will be going into a contract year. So definitely I could see a cornerback within the first couple of picks. Uh, I think they should also address the linebacker position. It seems like it's been a while since the Raiders have had stability at linebacker. Denzel Perriman up there in age. Uh, had an had an injury this year with concussion. Uh, he he can be a liability in pass coverage, so I would I would want an, a three down linebacker in the middle of that defense. So I would probably draft a linebacker, maybe not in the first or second round, but maybe third third round if you have that third round pick still. Uh, the other position I would get an interior defensive lineman. I think that's mm-hmm. important, not just any interior defensive lineman, but one that can get after the quarterback. Because if your if your defensive ends, if your edge guys are containing your interior guys need to generate some pressure. And the Raiders don't have enough of that. They Cleveland Farrell, I'll say it again, Cleveland Farrell had his best game of the season against the Houston Texans. But, you know, if he's out of the door because he's in his contract year, you're going to yeah. need to replenish that position. You can. And 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 I don't know, I haven't looked at because I'm still so focused on the season, but uh, what the, the, the free agent class might look like, what the trade market in the offseason may look like, depending on what happens with some teams. Any names out there, potential free agents that you know of that could be targets there? Or are you of mind like I am that I think the Raiders need to, uh, because of all the other needs they have, no matter what happens this season, they need to get young talent, man. They, they, they can't keep going. You, you can pepper in the free agent when you need them, but you really start, you got to start developing the young talent on this roster. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast especially with the money they spent on on players you know holdovers homegrown talent crosby we'll see what happens with Carr, darren waller you know paying guys i think it's best that they they start to build through the draft because let's be honest, they, they started out this year because of the Devonta Adams trade. They started on the third round pick in Dylan Parham. They didn't have a first or second round pick. I'm interested to see how this regime drafts because mm. let's be real. There were some hits in the previous regime, but the Gruden Mayock tandem missed at the top of the draft. I want to see what Ziegler and McDaniels do with some first and second round picks. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes those first and second round picks, I mean, people want to go to the New England ex- experience and well, Belichick pay, trades down. He does all this stuff. That does not mean Josh McDaniels is going to do that because this team has different needs and, and specifically looking for things that the Patriots weren't looking for at the times they're winning Super Bowls. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but Roger in Mesquite, thank you for that question. It's a very, very good one. Uh, and we thank you for listening. All right. We move on now to the next question. Uh, this one comes from John. He didn't tell us where. So, John, you got to get us, send me a note so I know where you're at so we can send you stuff. Um, and here it is. Are you guys surprised how well the offensive line has played the past two weeks? I know they didn't look great in the first half Sunday, but really came back and played great in the second half. Thank you guys and tell Mo he needs to watch Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> I'll put that on my watch list after the season's over when oh, I have a little yeah. more free time. Uh, shout out to John, wherever you are from. Yes. But um, <laughs> offensive line. So the offensive, offensive line, line. You Mo, you talk about Munford. You talk about, obviously, Parham and, and um, um, oh, I just blanked. See, dude, age will do that for you. Thayer uh, Munford. Uh, Thayer Jermaine Munford. Lenar, these, these, young, th- these young players, yeah, Cole Miller on the, on the left side, along with Parham on the left side, doing really well. They seem to be jiving really good together. Andre James in the center. Uh, and then on the right side, th- it just seems like even though they're still cycling people through, for whatever reason, it seems to start to work better. Why do you think that is? I still think the eighth thing player is just a crazy, wacky idea, but suddenly it seems to be locking in a little more. Yeah, of course, I would like more cohesive chemistry and, and more uh, hot consistency. But to answer the question from the emailer, yeah, I'm actually presently surprised how the offensive line is playing. As I said in the previous show, I don't want to say overachieving because a coach's staff job is to coach players up. Guys that you don't think are going to be that good, and by the end of the year, as time goes on, 
they're pretty solid. So, you know, the coach staff is doing their job They're right now. They're a pretty damn good run blocking team. <laughs> uh, I know they let go of some pressures here and there, a sack here and there, but that's going to happen. We have young players like Parham in the lineup, like they are Mumford in the lineup. It's going to happen. But for the most part, they have performed pretty well. And I will say the offensive line isn't the reason for their early struggles. It's just been inefficiency in a red zone and penalties in bad spots. Now, I think having more continuity, having more steadiness with your lineup can kind of cancel out some of the penalties that you saw with Mumford and Luminar early in the season. Now, Luminar is a veteran, so excuses are less for him. But as I said in the previous show, too, you, so I don't know if it was because of injury or not, but Mumford played most of that game. And I think they're pivoting toward him being that guy. And as he gets more reps, gets more experience, I, I think he'll play even better. And you'll see an even better offensive line toward the end of the year. Oh, gotta like that. And yeah, it, 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 we, we were so concerned about it. We've talked so much about it that mm-hmm. the fact that it could be less of a, a talking point is fantastic for this team. And, and you like what's going on there, especially with the young talent, because with Munford and Parham there, those are McDaniel Ziegler guys. So that gives mm-hmm. us some insight. If they're able to select that well in those rounds, as you mentioned earlier, not having uh, a one or a two this past year, what can they do when they do have that draft capital? Uh, if they get not only what they do have and what they could get in other deals or, or whatnot. So, so huge for that team. Good question. We appreciate it, John. Send us your location so we know, or I'll have Buford T. Justice come after you. All right. Um, <laughs> We're going to take one more break uh, and come back to close out the mailbag show with a couple uh, questions from you and a couple lightning round questions as well. And I promise for you grumpy pants out there, it's not to do with fantasy football, fantasy football. even though I'm the only undefeated team left in the league. Uh, all right. We're going to take that break. When we come back, uh, we'll get back to those questions here on Silver and Black today on this Wednesday mailbag edition. Mo and Scott. We will be right back.